hit me. From Studio P in Sausalito, the home of the hit, it's time for... Suckatash. Yes, Suckatash, the comedy soundcast soundcast featuring snippets from comedy... Soundcast. And also interviews with comedians, comedian soundcasters, and other showbiz folk. And now, here's your host, internationally recognized comedy soundcast soundcaster, Mark... Hello, listener, and welcome to Suckatash, the comedy soundcast soundcast. As our announcer, Bill Haywatt, just intoned, I am none other than Mark Hershon, your every other weekly co-host of this here show, a duty I delightfully split with Mr. Tyson Saner. If you were around for last week's installment, Epi 327, you would have heard Tyson laying out a triple shot of soundcast clips from the likes of Add to Cart, iPodius and too spooky to handle. Much like COVID, it's not too late to catch it. Poke around your favorite soundcast haunts like Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Audible.com, YouTube, SoundCloud, whew, pretty much anywhere you can stream and or download soundcasts, that's where Succotash is to be found. Halloween is freshly over as I'm recording this Epi 328. In fact, it's still early enough in the evening that we still may get a few stray dragons or ghosts or unidentified costumes coming up to the house. After living for eight years in a place where we didn't get a single trick-or-treater, even though my wife and I decorated the place with an amazing array of spooky stuff, it was nice to have about 30 kids come by the new digs. And we hardly decorated at all. Well, when we moved, we accidentally tossed out a big plastic bag, which we thought was a bag of trash, but actually turned out to be all of our Halloween decorations. So in some dump site in Marin County, a sanitation worker probably jumped a foot when he found a skeleton in a trash bag. So we didn't have time to restock the scary stuff for this year. Just picked up a few spooky odds and ends, but it worked out. And I've always wanted to be that house on the block that gives out the big full-size candy bar. So we did that this year. All in all, a decent All Hallows' Eve. But you're not here to listen to my tales of Halloween just past. No, you've downloaded or are streaming this show for your bag of treats from the original Soundcast sampler, Succotash. Well, I've got a fun-sized assortment for you, too. First off, I've clipped a bit from the weird place, Dana Carvey's new scripted Soundcast, that he told us all about two weeks ago when he visited in Epi 326. That just dropped on Halloween this week, so give a listen here and then go download that sucker. Tell them Succotash sent you. Then I've got more soundcastic fun from the likes of Endless Honeymoon, Hamish and Andy, Dork Nation, and Callan's Kicks. So, if you're keeping track, that's five clips this week. Plus, I've got a special treat, an original song from our producer, Joe Polino, that's kind of a tribute and kind of an answery echo to a Neil Young song from way back in the day. And of course, the whole shooting match is brought to you by Henderson's Pants, our 100% fake sponsor with their just-in-time Thanksgiving turkey trousers. With that much of a big stuff show, we better get right to it, hmm? We're available at the App Store and on Google Play. As I mentioned just a moment ago, we had Dana Carvey on the show two episodes ago, mostly in to talk about The Weird Place, his new comedy scripted show. I encourage you to go listen to that for a lot of inside scoop on that program. And although I played a little one-minute teaser for the show back then when Dana was here, I wasn't allowed to clip the show until it officially dropped, which just happened 
on Halloween. So here are a few minutes of their very first episode entitled Pirates vs. Submarine Part 1. Captain McKinley and his crew are about to encounter a band of straggly bearded 18th century pirates. Although the year is 1738, the submariners still believe it is 1966. They can only assume these disheveled misfits with eye patches and billowy blouses are hippies pretending to be pirates. Attention, this is Captain McKinley of the USS Ohio. Hello, is anybody aboard? No one seems to be here, Cap. Interesting. It's almost as if nobody. Oh, yeah. Hey, who the hell? Don't move. You'll be surrounded by yours truly, Captain Jack in the Golden Bahama Riders. The Golden Bahama Riders! Lieutenant, what do you make of this? I don't know, Cap. Uh, hippies on dope? Yes, hippies on dope, pretending to be pirates. Hippies on dope, pretending to be pirates. That's right. You speak in riddles. Who are you? How do you sail beneath the sea in your iron whale? Iron whale? Put down the hatchpipe, Sparky. It's called a submarine. Submarine. Duly noted. Now tell me where you keep your gold doubloons, Captain. Or I'll cut your head off on the count of three, two, wait! Captain Jack, I believe I've solved the mystery of who these strangers are. Ah, Smarty Wiggins, famously known as the smartest pirate on the seven seas. What ye say? It's quite obvious, Captain Jack. They are from the future. Look how they fasten their trousers. So very odd. Instead of buttons, they have matching sets of tiny interlocking metal teeth. Nothing like it could exist in our world, Captain Jack. Hmm. <laughs> you think because our pants have zippers, we're from the future. Well, what year do you think it is, Trouser Man? Obviously, it's 1966. Well, you're a wee bit off, Captain. How's that? It be 1738. That's insane. Cap. What is it, Lieutenant? The ship's chronometer. Where we left the sub just now. It said the year was 1738. Oh, my God. They're not hippies on dope. They're actual pirates. We've traveled back in time! The two captains discuss their unbelievable situation for several hours and agree that Captain McKinley and his crew have traveled back in time. You are going to want to grab a listen all this week if you can to The Weird Place because Dana is dropping all three episodes, two of them are two-parters, and also Talking Weird, which is an after show where Rod talks to the voice actors. Now, I'm sure the fact that Conan O'Brien and his team Coco Company is producing the show isn't going to hurt it one single bit. We next venture from The Weird Place to Down Under in a soundcast called Hamish and Andy. The hosts, Hamish Blake and Andy Lee, got started in radio, it seems, but have gone full soundcast as of about five years ago. I checked in with friend of the show, Jason McNamara, also known as Jabs, who lives in Canberra, and he says, they're massive here, have TV shows and everything. Sorry to butcher your 
Australian accent jabs. They seem super popular in a lot of places around the world, so it's high time we give them a snip on Succotash. In this clip, they've discovered they've not only recently been featured in a magazine called Podcast Weekly, but there's also a Hamish and Andy quiz in the magazine where you can learn if you're most like Hamish, Andy, or their producer, Jack. Got my gun and looked down at the mags. And the front cover of Podcast Weekly caught my eye. <laughs> is, there, is, there, is there one or not? Yeah. All the hottest goss from the podcasting world. Who's in, there who's is. out. But I, it's the and kind of thing that could have been, you know, I'm like, wow. No, and I'll tell you what caught my eye. Unauthorised, there's our three faces. Oh. Take the quiz. Take the quiz. Mm. Which one of Hamish, Andy or Jack are you? Right? right, you know, go inside. I start flipping through. The guy's like, "Mate, not a library. Got to buy it." <laughs> okay, yeah, twenty four ninety five. All right, <laughs> bloody expensive mag. Mm. Got the mag, took it home. Is it, is, um, it, is it a weekly mag or is it like what's Women's Podcast Weekly? Oh, I know what you mean. Yeah, Women's yeah. Weekly, which is monthly. Monthly, yeah. 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 No, it does seem to be weekly. I mean, there's okay. so much going on in the industry. You and do Women's need Day a weekly mag. Is weekly. That's the confusing thing, isn't it? <laughs> That's the only reason I don't buy them. Too confusing. Exactly. <laughs> but I buy podcasts weekly yeah. because yeah, it says it weekly. says it's weekly yeah, and it, it follows through on its promise. Good. So there's a lot of stuff in there, you know, like, you know, well, what, what's Joe Rogan up to kind of thing. But a lot yeah. of it's locals, good local Aussie stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, I was excited to see, to take the quiz. And I thought it would be fun to give you guys the quiz okay. to see how you end up. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... I'm happy to start, happy to start with either time of you. Just... No, no, just we'll go one at a time. Okay. Do you want to start? Yeah. Go. Yep. All right. So pick a number one to four. Uh, three. Okay. Favorite color, blue, yellow, green, red. Blue. Yep. Favorite animal, horse, cat, pig, chicken. <laughs> <laughs> what if there's none of the above? You have to pick one still? You got to pick one? Uh, pig. Okay. Favorite color of hair in a girl, blonde, um, brunette, red-headed, or gray. <laughs> It doesn't look like you're reading it. Like, it looks like you're just making... I remember it. You remember, you're, you're remembering it. I'm reading it. Hang on. Yep. Bond, red. Bond, brunette, red and grey. Was that the options? Okay, yeah. Um, brunette. Okay. Let me add up your scores. Oh, that's, that's, that's it. it. That's it. <laughs> Who did he get? Okay, this is interesting. Here we go. Reading the scores. Okay. Your score indicates you're more of an Andy. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. You, like Andy, like things to be pretty organised and streamlined. In your world, you can never have too many things in a neatly labelled Tupperware tub. And the label on the front of the tub is perfectly in the middle of that tub. And if the label is on the shorter side of the tub, because mm. the tub is a rectangular prism, and then in the cupboard, all the other tubs in the cupboard should also have their label in the centre of the short side of the tub. Mm. You're an Andy. Mm. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, got yeah, Andy. Sure. Jack, okay. do you want to do it? Yeah, let's go. Okay, here we go. Faye, pick a number. One, two, three, or four. One. Interesting. Fave colour, red, yellow, blue, green. Green. Ooh. Fave animal from the one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, read him out again because I forgot him. Yeah. Um, oh, horse. <laughs> pig. <laughs> yes. Cat. Yeah. Horse. 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 hor
Um, it was you know, blonde, blonde brunette, red, red, brunette, grey. <laughs> brunette. Okay. Favourite fruit, kiwi, apple. Isn't your wife uh, blonde? Well, she's she's a brunette. <laughs> she's a natural brunette. <laughs> <laughs> she does go blonde. Interesting. <laughs> okay, hang on. I'll just compute all the answers. You're natural state, but you don't like what she's become. Anyway, interesting. Okay, computing. Okay, your score indicates you're more of a jack. <laughs> Spoiler alert, there is no podcast weekly magazine. Hamish and Andy are just having their way with you. Uh, you know, if you can hang with that Aussie accent and dig in, it's uh, pretty good fun, that show. And those guys are pretty big stars, so let's listen to them, won't we? Uh, by the way, there may not be a podcast weekly, but did you know there's a Succotash Daily? Yeah, it's this daily page that shows up in your inbox if you subscribe to it. I kind of forgot all about it, but it's sort of auto-loaded and I don't have to do anything. But if you subscribe, it's completely free and it gives you a roundup of soundcast and comedy news things. You can uh, type in http colon slash slash hersh.co, H-E-R-S-H dot C-O slash capital S capital D A-I-L-Y to get there or follow the link in this week's blog entry at succotashshow.com that's the succotash daily you can get it in your inbox every day and i forgot that we even had that online all the time co-host tyson clipped the endless honeymoon soundcast a little over a year ago but host moshe kasher and natasha legero recently had dax shepherd of armchair expert soundcast fame, as well as TV and movie. Dak's been around for a while, pretty famous guy. Uh, they had him on, and they got into a lot of interesting conversational territories. At one point, Dak and Moshe started comparing the sizes of their RVs, as men do. Let's talk RVs for one second. Well, we have very different um, aesthetic desires in our RV. Yeah. You have a you have a palace. I have a bus. You, yeah, I have the smallest one possible. No, that's not true. Mine is, min I look for miniature. You have a C class? I have a class B. That's Even smaller. A class B. You know, it's, it's a little. It's kind of like 70s and it has like the thing where you sleep up top here. It's like a cab. It's like the size of a pickup truck. Yeah. 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 But it doesn't have a camper on the back. It's mm -hmm. a one piece full build out. That's right. On it's, a it's, truck chassis. It's like to, it's it's uh for if you don't feel like you're a man yeah. and I have that issue, okay. then you buy this and you are. Everything's good. Well, for a couple months, I'd imagine. Yeah, yeah, it does. It, someone it does passes fade. you in something. But, but what's funny about it is it's so loud because the guy who had it before Moshe made it like super loud so right. he would feel uh, like a man. Yeah, us men are the worst. I can concede that with all this talk about physical violence. Is that a picture of it? Oh, yeah. That's great. Yeah, that's my... It's so small. Is that the actual one? Is no. it? Wait. No, it's just like a tiger. Oh, yeah, okay. It's, it's called but a it's tiger... Like, that's the size, right? You gotta be in the mic, huh? That's oh, yeah. the size. Yeah, yeah. It's called a tiger pro van, and what I like about it is I like how compact it is because I like the idea of... At, at any time, I can like be gone, yeah. and it's and I can be in in a plot of land in the middle of nowhere and thrive. But you, you have like the overlanding thing appeals to you, yeah. Even though it is again just an expression of like a diminished uh, masculinity yeah. that I want to find a mechanical. But you're a big car guy, so maybe you relate to that too. Oh yeah. So my my thing is any hobby I have to make any hobby I have 
as appealing as possible to my family if they're going to join me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right? Wait, Moshe, you should do that. I try that. I surfing. DJ, you love surfing. You love D. You love surfing. Techno. Oh, this things. was I heard Camping. this. This was one of the episodes I heard. Someone, the guy couldn't time man. He couldn't manage his time. And he had like 65 pursuits. And right. you guys were like, you're going to have to just... The woodworker. We're going to have to ask, yes, the woodworker artist. <laughs> who also him. did like nine other things with bros. <laughs> Anyways, and then yes, I learned your list. And you had a you had a kind of a lot of solitary endeavors as well. That's now, right. I, I'm not, I, I cannot relate. When I have friends that go, you don't golf? I'm like, I, the notion that I could say to my wife, hey, I'm leaving at 8 on Sunday. I'll see y'all at 3 p.m. That's uh-huh. such a non-starter. No, that is why Nor they do, do it. Nor do I even want to be that guy. You, so, you don't feel a need to have things that are just for you? I do, um, but they're not every Sunday. Mm-hmm. They're not even every other Sunday. It's I go kicking. to the track. I'm allowed to go to the uh-huh. racetrack, and that's an all-day endeavor, and that's like Once every month? couple months. Okay. I'm at the track all day long. And also kicking a guy in the face on Sunset Boulevard. That's your thing. <laughs> Years ago. That's for you, though. That that's, was over a decade. But that's ago. only yours. <laughs> no, that's not a family. Well, that's something I, you share with the family. I do think <laughs> my on, nine-year-old would enjoy it. Because I did get a little... I got a little angry at a guy in Austria this summer on vacation because he wouldn't let my daughter pee in one of the... Thing and I got a little. She saw me just a hint of the aggroness, mm. and she said she really liked it. She Probably because it was it. in defense of her. Wait, can yeah. I just say something? When I get mad at something, remember we went to that sushi place for our anniversary. It was really expensive. Tell me, okay. And then wait, every time, tell the whole story. Hold tell on, the whole hold story. on. No, let me say. Every time I do something, Moshe calls me a Karen. No, just tell oh. Dax what and happened. Cheap shot. Yeah. Cheap shot. Tell Dax what happened and see how you would, how you would feel. Okay, okay there were. This is before no. we proceed, though. Can I just say during that whole conversation, I relate more to you. In the previous one about his free time. Thank you. So I'm like, I'm trying to do shit together, always. That's really nice. I love doing stuff with her, but I also like to water the garden that is myself. And I think that's healthy. I'm glad you're doing that. Okay. It's also immature. Why is it immature? It's immature to want to not. Because it took you a while to like start acting like a boyfriend. Then it took you a while to start acting Uh, like a father. And then it took you a while. You're still like trying, you know. Natasha's my first monogamous relationship that I've ever been in. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Another thing we might share in common a little is bit. Is that true for you too? Um, mostly, yeah. I had a nine-year girlfriend that was an open relationship. Uh-huh. And prior to that, I had a long distance that was open. So I had like a five-year, then a nine-year, then some time in between. And then Kristen was my, it's been my first major go at it. Well, you might be more mature than me, but I do think there's a subconscious part of me that thinks I was... I know it. I'm just, you're lucky I'm here. Like You, I, deserve, a, you deserve a huge reward. Yeah. <laughs> you can find Endless Honeymoon all over the web, and we also have links to the show and all three of those fine people's social media right on our home site, SuckatashShow.com. It's time once again for a word from our freeloading, freewheeling sponsor, Henderson's Pants, and they got just what you need for that upcoming Thanksgiving feast And I mean with all the trimmings. Hello, friends, and happy Thanksgiving from everyone at Henderson's Pants. Rather than waiting for Black Friday and getting dunked in the middle of the shopping deluge, we've got an early treat for all your meat. If your meat of choice happens to be turkey. Introducing Henderson's new turkey trousers, just in time for the traditional holiday feast. Turkey trousers, though stylish and available in a variety of snappy fall colors, bring something else to the table that isn't as obvious to the casual observer. 
They're made with Henderson's patented expanding waistband, the Waste Not, Want Not, which allows you to go from svelte to stocky in a single meal, and without having to unbelt, unsnap, or unzip your pants in an uncouth manner. How, you might ask? Well, friends, the belt is built in and simply a part of the Waste Not, Want Not expanding design. Before dinner, your pants are as snug as a bug in a rug, so there's no need for a real belt to hold them up. After you stuff your face with turkey and cranberry sauce and sweet potatoes with that marshmallow stuff on top and string beans in the disgusting jello mold with stuff floating in it and pumpkin pie with whipped cream, not to mention highballs and eggnog and wine, the waistband expands as you do, but always with just enough extra room so you don't feel or look stuffed to the rafters. And after dinner, the Waste Not Want Not has enough extra give that you can pull your Henderson's turkey trousers right up around your chin and burrow into the couch for a well-deserved nap. Originally designed for use by the Incredible Hulk, Kim Kardashian's ass, and the entire Mormon Tabernacle Choir, Henderson's turkey trousers are available wherever bedraggled-looking Santas are standing outside, ringing their bells for your spare change. That's Henderson's, makers of shin sheaths and butt cradles since 1621. And now, back to Succotash. For fans of those Henderson's pants spots, or gentleman Bill Haywatt in general, I just tossed a couple of new commercial scripts over the transom to producer Joe Polino. He's on vacation for a couple of weeks, but we'll get Bill up and vertical enough when he gets back to cut a few new commercials. So there's a little treat in store for you. I am a little confused by our next offering, which is back in the good old U.S. of A. I first thought the soundcast was called High School Sucked, hosted by Jane Stanton and Darcy Michael. But the most recent three episodes are called Dork Nation, subtitled High School Sucked. One word, Dork Nation. And the About section of the website says Jane Stanton hosts new guests each week to dish some dirt on high school. Were they the best years of our lives? Does it actually get better? Join us with a new guest each week as we attempt to relieve, relive the glory days. And then the first episode of Dork Nation has both hosts kicking off what they're calling High School Sucked. So this episode, the first of those three Dork Nation shows, maybe more coming, I'm not sure, feature just ordinary folks waxing on about how miserable high school was. This clip features a guest named Halen talking about how her best friend, who started out as her worst enemy, managed to get through it all. Um, so since this is high school sucked, um, I actually teach at the middle school. Well, it was a junior high then. Um, that I went to. And so oh, wow. I met my childhood best friend here. Um, we actually hated each other. Um, he Ooh. was dating a girl that because I'm a nerd, I mean, truthfully, we weren't mad at each other because of money. Cause I didn't have any, or because of looks, cause I didn't have any, it was intelligence. And so she and I were always vying to be like the smartest kids in school, which is, as I say that out loud, that's so dumb, but whatever. So Great. he moved here and dated her. Um, the funny thing is we're both gay. And so the running joke when he got married to his husband was the only reason that he dated her is because she had more facial hair than he did. <laughs> and so when, when they broke up, he was like, oh, I can be friends with Halen now because I'm not dating her. So he kind of forced me to become best friends. Um, and so we, we had this... Um, we believed even in high school that we were supposed to be together because I mean, we grew up in, in a tiny town in North Carolina. So of course, you know, 
Jesus is preached and homosexuality is, you know, the devil and, you know, rock music is only the second thing next to that. So um, we were pretty sure we were, oh yeah, I'm not kidding. Like I remember sitting through a sermon where this tiny little turtle of a guy was like, teenagers are going to hell because y'all listen to rock music. And the only thing y'all need to be listening to is that Christian and that country. And I just (laughs) grabbed my mom's knee and she just kind of pat me really sweet. And I was like, I'm never going back there. (laughs) So, so we were convinced that, you know, we were put together because God put us together. And Mm -hmm. so we off and on dated through high school, um, into college. He actually went to the air force Academy back when don't ask, don't tell was a thing. So we, we, it, listen, it, it's crazy. And so I went to a school in, in North Carolina that is notorious for the queers. Like it, it is notorious. Like there are some that are party schools. This was the queer school. And I was like, I'm straight. I can do this. This is fine. So and do we you, were mean, having a, you mean that like book. notorious as in like party schools there? And then this is a school that is mostly queer people. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Oh, it's, okay. It's either queer or incredibly queer friendly. But um, you were like, uh, uh-uh. uh, mm-hmm, not pretty not, much. Yep. Oh, okay. Okay. Not me. I'm straight. Yeah. And I joined this like, I joined this Christian, I call it a cult now. Um, and then I finally got out of that. But anyway, so we were doing this long distance thing and I was like, um, Asher. And I was like, um, yeah, Asher, I'm so excited. I get to see you this summer. And I was supposed to go to ring ball with him. Um, and then I, I had to call him. I was like, so Asher about ring ball, I don't think I can go. And he was like, why? I said, uh, because I cheated on you. And he was like, what? I was like, yeah, I cheated on you with a woman. And not only did I cheat on you with a woman, I cheated on you with the woman that you told me not to be around because we were pretty sure she was gay. So it, it ended up, it was, it was the best thing and the worst thing at the same time, because, you know, he was like blaming me or whatever. Now he's happily married to a man and I'm happily married to a woman. Lovely. Um, and we were like friends with benefits through high school. And it was really funny because I, I went, my wife and I went and visited him and his husband in California. And, um, I was like, man, I guess we should have known whenever we were both like gagging during that whole time in high school that this was not going to work out. Yeah. But sorry, but I had to okay. interrupt. When you're saying gagging, do you mean like you guys were getting kissing or something? You're both gagging at that? Um, yeah. We weren't even kissing was just too intimate, but yet we could like, yeah, no, no, no. It was, it was, it was just like, oh, okay, you have your pants off. I'm going to, and then do whatever I'm supposed to, because that's what I'm supposed to do. Right. (laughs) Because God looks down on homosexuality, but not premarital sex. Well, regardless of what that show is called, the good news is that Google is pretty forgiving. You can look up high school sucked or dork nation and you'll find the show. But if any search engine gives you any guff, Head on over to thesuckatashshow.com. You will find a link to whatever this show is called in the blog for this episode. Let's head over to Ireland now for a clip from a soundcast called Callan's Kicks, featuring Oliver Callan, who is a comedian, a voice actor, and an impressionist. He's been doing a soundcast almost as long as we have, having started 10 years ago back in 2012. And his kicks are a reference to the satirical shots he takes on the show at a variety of public figures, mostly through audio sketches, where he does the voice of whomever he's sniping at. Our snippets from the episode that dropped just last week entitled Rishi, Bono, and Halloween. Here's Bono reading an excerpt from his new book about Ireland. I'm Sean Ross, and on Arena Tonight, Paul Hewson, alias Bono, 
reads from his new book, which is only mentioned 17 times an hour across all media this week. And in tonight's chapter, Bono disappears completely up his hole. Fair City. Surrender. Chapter 4. Paragraph Indent. I look around me. Dublin City Town. These streets that made me. Bono, you're a pox! So many stories raised on songs and stories. Not even sunny outside, you tick. No, they're prescription lenses, I cry. I am these streets, concrete jungle coursing through my veins like a sort of Dublin cholesterol or something. I can't ever leave them behind except when I go to Holland to visit my money. Home. My kids crawled on these streets. Dad, man, park around the corner, they'd say when I dropped them off at school. Ordinary day, ordinary family, ordinary Dublin, so I would just ruffle their hair, tell the chauffeur to park up, and I would sit down and close the sunroof. Just like any other school run. Yeah, pay your feckin' taxes, Bono! Ali would have preferred a quieter life, but she's always had to share me. With Dave, with Larry, with uh, the other one. You two stopped me from getting notions. When we're all down the pub, eating gur cake and boxy, chatting about pub things like the price of... Cuban heels. Giz the usual there, barman. A Jeroboam of cristal and a bag of tato. Oyster flavor. Mmm, home. The lad's saying, ah, yeah, Bono, I hear you're doing a book tour. Yeah, says you, shyly, in the three Olympia. Because I always like to include the corporate brand title sponsor in the name. It's who I am, I guess. What next, you cur? Says an old crone atop a stool in Finnegan's. A knighthood, I suppose, you pox. No, I have one of those already, says I. And there's a twinkle in my hair plugs. You're so mopable. Home. I surrender to it. That's a taste of Callan's Kicks, and I don't know about you, but I'm liking hearing what's coming through earbuds in other parts of the world. I am a little embarrassed to admit I don't often understand some of the references, but how else am I supposed to learn, right? Picking up these shows isn't difficult. Both Callan's Kicks and Hamish Nandy are readily available at Soundcast distribution points around the web, including the usual suspects like Apple and Google Podcasts. That's it for our bonus buttload of comedy soundcast clips, but as promised, we have a special treat. Our producer, Joe Polino, has recorded a clever song, a ditty, if you will, called Young Man. It's part song parody, part homage, and part very original. Without further ado, here it is. Young man, look at my life. I was here before you were Young man, look at my life I was here before you were 
65 and I'm still alive On a hill in paradise Wondering what to do Bad back, losing hair Thank God for Medicare Used to wear no underwear Thinking it was cool glass getting old can kick your ass play some music smoke some grass among the lucky few I've been wrong and right stayed awake and thought all night about a world that's just not right I'll make it up to you here before you were young man look at my life I was here before you were very nice Joe you can catch a video version of young man on YouTube featuring Joe Polino on camera at the piano performing under the name Neil old o-l-d-e we have the link up at SuccotashShow.com. Too much Succotash or not enough? I actually have got a little bit more left in the can. And that, of course, is the Tweet Sack. Our shout out to folks who've been delightful enough to use our at Succotash Show handle in their social media feeds on Twitter and Instagram. Let's roll. Misfit Scully, The Jock Doc Podcast, Delilah Sap, Emo Panda Cat, Jennifer King, Sunshine and Power Cuts, Odd Dad Out, Adam, Brooke Reading Podcast, The Amazing Nerd Show, Salty Language Podcast. I shake my head with Lisa and Sam. Thank you for the continual shout outs. Uh, same with uh, our friends at Jock Doc Podcast, by the way. They're constantly retweeting our stuff. Thank you, guys. Hunter Block, Combat Radio, Let's Chat Podcast. Mama Cow Creations, hello Elise. Steve Smith, my old improv partner, thanks bud. And John Manfrolotti, the mighty Manfro, hello buddy. If you'd like me to shout you out during the TweetSack segment, just use our at Succotash Show handle on Twitter or Instagram or both. And if I see it, we'll throw it in the next time around. That brings episode 328 of Succotash to a close. Remember to listen to Tyson Saner when he brings you Epi 329 in this same feed next week. 
And remember, if you're ever working steerage on an old steam frigate across the Atlantic and it starts taking on water, then the crew and passengers start panicking and heading for the lifeboats and one of them stops and asks if you've heard anything good lately, won't you please pass the succotash? You've been listening to Succotash, the comedy soundcast soundcast with your host, Mark Hershaw. Brought to you by Henderson's Pants and... Imagine your company's name right here. Rate us and review us at Apple and Google Podcasts. Find us on the web at SuccotashShow.com. On Spotify. On Stitcher. On iHeartRadio. On YouTube. On SoundCloud. And wherever fine soundcasts are streamed and or downloaded. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Suckatash Show. Like us on Facebook. Email us at marc at succotashshow.com or call into the Succotash Skype line at our toll call number 818-921-7212. That number again is 818-921-7212. You can also upload clips from your favorite comedy soundcasts directly to us using our direct upload link at hightail.com slash you slash Succotash. Succotash is produced and engineered by Joe Paulino through the auspices of Studio P. Sausalito, the home of the hit. Our hosts are Mark Hershon and Tyson Sainer. Our musical director is Scott Carvey. Our booth assistant is Kenny Durges. Succotash is executive produced by Mark Hershon. Until next time, I'm your loyal booth announcer, Bill Haywatt, reminding you to please pass the Succotash goodbye. This has been a Succotash Patch production.